welcome to On Focus, brought to you by the Focal Therapy Clinic, where we connect you with issues facing men diagnosed with prostate cancer that are little known, less understood, and often ignored. Prostate cancer is now the most commonly diagnosed cancer in the UK, and with this somber fact comes a multitude of challenges and opportunities. I'm Claire Delmar. Today, I'm speaking with Tom Riley, also known as Sir Caught Short, and the founder of Lockdown Lou, an interactive digital map of available public toilets across Britain. Tom's here with me to discuss toilets, or the lack of them, and how this discriminates against older folks, and in particular, men with prostate disease. Tom, thank you so much for joining me today. Hello, Claire, and thank you very much for inviting me on. And should I call you Tom, or should I call you Sir Caught Short? <laughs> um, you, you, could call, you could call me Tom. Sir Caught Short, was when we founded him we thought of him as a, a separate entity we called him our spokesperson I mean, he was our <laughs> mythical being but um, I seem to have ended up becoming uh, the living embodiment of him. <laughs> <laughs> well you can tell me more about him as we as we move through so tell me a little bit about the story behind Lockdown Lou and I guess Sir Cot Short your embodiment of, of Lockdown Lou and when and, and how did you set it up? We started the map during the summer we were everyone was in the first lockdown you know staying at home and when the government started to ease the restrictions the hot weather started uh, coming our way and people could start meeting in parks again in groups of six outside mm -hmm. but a lot of pubs and uh, restaurants were still closed so people started drinking outside and myself and my, my brother Charlie were two such people doing this and we were at a park near Hammersmith and we went probably a little bit too far away from home and didn't really think about needing to go to the toilet and a few drinks later in the heat and suddenly the urge to to go to the loo uh, arrived and there was nowhere to go and I, I, I guess certainly I think a lot of younger men would normally pop behind a bush or something but that yeah, was just out, yeah. out of the out of the question there there were far too many people also enjoying the sun so in the end we had to run all the way across <laughs> what felt like most of West London uh, in order to use our toilet at home. And I think we both were just sort of sat, sat on our sofa afterwards thinking there's got to be a, a, a better, better way. way. Can't, this can't keep happening. The next morning, we almost within an hour, we'd set, we set up a website and a map and just went with the how hard can this be sort of approach. And my brother, he's the younger brother, so he had to do a lot of the, the grunt work. Uh, which at the beginning was cycling around London, visiting toilets to see whether they were open or not, which was, <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, and I was, uh, I was back at uh, a base, I guess, logging the box as they were coming in. So I was getting texts saying no throne at Buckingham Palace and <laughs> things. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Sir Cotshort was interested in entry. Yeah. So, um, and that's, that's how it started. And within the first couple of days, I, we had 30 and that, and you know, I, I think about 50 or 100 people had used the map and that felt like everything in the world uh, then. And then it just started pouring in um, <laughs> as the days went ahead. So what's the purpose of the Lockdown Lou map? What, what, what is this service you're offering? It's to help people find and share locations of open toilets in the UK. During the lockdown, with everything being closed, a lot of councils shut their public toilets, a lot of hospitality industry had to you know shut toilets which might have normally been on community schemes or just been available to customers and retail sector as well 
has also had to shut off uh, toilets because you know the pandemic it's all been about hygiene Mm -hmm. and at the beginning a lot of people thought well we must shut down the places where there's potential for spread so that that meant we were had a country during the summer where there were very few toilets at all so it helps people find a toilet so and it's anywhere in the country you said it's not just london not just london we started Mm -hmm. in london very quickly realized that this was an issue happening everywhere across Mm -hmm. the uk so we launched nationally and uh, we've still kind of covered the entire country it's been used millions of times it's updated like you know daily or weekly or in some regularity the way we update it is people can send us and it's great when people do send us sort of information whether it it be tips or you know an actual a new location of an open toilet and we'll check it out every single one of our the locations on our map and there are around 5,400 every single one of those we had to check on google street view to check they were actually there Uh and to pinpoint the location so we weren't sending people off and strange streets and into forests we do update it people can send us updates if the location is is wrong we also check and we're checking with councils businesses and other organizations you know like the national trust say that run a lot of car parks and we do keep it updated almost daily okay that is that is current and and it's it's <laughs> um being refreshed so to speak um and it is it businesses as commercial properties or like a restaurant or an office building is it does it include those types of publicly available toilets yeah we set out to log all those which were publicly accessible so they could be in a supermarket and these are these are ones where you didn't have to necessarily buy something to actually go and go and Mm -hmm. use it and if there are Mm -hmm. those properties so we do have some cafes and and pubs uh, I know of which, which are, are maps and that uh, people have told us because people can send us and we do ask that people send us comments and uh, there are almost reviews of each of their locations they've been <laughs> to um, and they'll say you know you need to speak to Mark behind the counter in order to use it I bet you normally <laughs> will or you know maybe think about buying a, a croissant or, or something <laughs> yeah, if, you, yeah. if you come here so we do. And it's it's those reviews actually from people which have, I think, made the map so valuable to people because it's it's other people. Yeah. You know, Neighbours almost that have, yeah. have used them. And um, yeah. And obviously you all share a bond for, you know, this being an issue that's really important. And it's kind of like a trip advisor for toilets, it sounds like, with reviews and um, yep. locations. So just to, to final point on how people use it. So, you know, you're an older man, um, you know, sort of maybe a, a bit reticent about going out specifically because you don't want to be caught short <laughs> to uh, quote a pun. Um, and you can have this app on your phone and you can say, okay, if I'm going to go, you know, X, Y, Z place today, um, I can see that there is a public to- toilet open and available nearby. Absolutely. Okay. All you need to do is go to our go to our website. There's a, a Google map there. You can open it. And if you've got on your mobile phone, if you have the Google Maps app, it will actually open in that. And mm-hmm. from there, you can also download it. So if you're somewhere without signal, you can kind of reach it. And uh, it's it's all there and uh, and kind of integrates well with people's phones. Okay, so I, and I will make our listeners um, able to access this when I put this on our website. So um, 
So you will probably get a whole new set of users. So let's move on to the sort of impact of this. And how many people did you say are using it like as of today? Today's a special day. <laughs> the day of record because we've just uh, gone over 8 million people having used the map, which is wow. a, a mighty achievement. We, Amazing. Since when we June? Said, June or July? Yeah, it's that's in, so that's in six months. And when we started... Our aim, our top ambition, which feels very naive now, our, our ambition was to reach and help 20,000 people. Wow. So eight, eight million is, is absolutely amazing. That and is astonishing. But it just and, shows uh, the scale of the, of the opportunity, you know? Well, ex exactly. And even today, you know, we're not in a lockdown at the moment. Obviously, we've got the tier system. But even at the moment, someone uses lockdown loo to find a toilet every five seconds which is a statistic which i struggle to comprehend with really so say it again every five seconds what happens every five seconds someone is uses our map to find wow. an open toilet that is incredible and are you collecting data on these users and do you have an idea of you know the the, the different circumstances and needs of your users maybe age groups or gender anything anything like that we get some but not loads what we do know is that uh, we're very popular with people who are maybe a bit older um people who might you know need to know before you go almost and it also those with medical conditions and uh, young families and uh, also often forgot, kind of forgotten uh, some of essential workers. So people mm -hmm. who are, you know, delivering our Christmas presents and whatnot, uh, couriers, um, okay, yeah. for example. But yeah, those are the strongest. Certainly, we get a lot of comments from people who do use it. And I've had people get in touch who have um, had kind of like been di recently diagnosed, say, with uh, prostate cancer. We had actually one which was really really heartfelt uh someone that so they've recently been diagnosed and they thought they were going to be very much stuck away from their family being able to go and see their family out, outside and they said mm -hmm. that the fact that they could know where they were going to where toilets were and which were open meant that they could they could go out and they could you know see family rather than being alone and the link between like mental health and isolation which you know can be very much driven by this, this fear of going out because you're going to be caught short once again and, you know, keeping you inside. It's, you know, it doesn't, it's not a stretch to say this is a real health problem for, for a lot of these people. And, you know, you mentioned these comments, you know, we have a Facebook page, our clinic, and this week I posted um, a blog I wrote where I actually, I mentioned you um, and in the lockdown loop. And I, I posted a, a blog on this topic and it has generated, I think we're up to one and a half thousand people commenting it's an incredibly lively debate amongst men and women and so it's interesting to hear you know the comments you're getting because this is something that I, I've never seen so many people take such an active interest in, in one issue. That's something that we didn't know really as well when we when we started I guess we set out quite selfishly to try and help ourselves go out and have a drink in the park but yeah. suddenly there's groups of people who have been you know trapped on this the either the the loo leash they weren't able to go out mm. um they're just people who wanted to go and see their family go and mm -hmm. do exercise so we'd get you know 
people going, oh, I had stopped going running. Yeah. But now I can actually go go on my run because I know which places I can stop at on yeah. my routes. And exactly. Um, it is such a passionate, an issue that we're passionate for. I think very much more so in the UK than anywhere else. So we have these reviews that people send us. We've obviously read every single one. And, you know, some people write, oh, you know, just one one toilet, disabled access. But a lot of people, most people write humongous amounts about it they go whether it was it was clean you know the toilet the toilet rolls the location you know how they <laughs> how they felt was it yeah you know, did they enjoy it and or like their husband and they're like oh go oh yeah my husband used the other toilet and he said <laughs> that it was probably a seven out of ten and, uh, <laughs> and it, it's really it, it's those bits that I love people obviously have huge passion yeah they take great care in in communicating this i mean one of the things that i've noticed on these these comments that i've just referred to is that there are certain people who are very intent on debating and and discussing and arguing you know why there is this scarcity and who's to blame and is it the politicians or is it who but then there's another sort of population if you will that are actually kind of saying well let's not worry about that how do we campaign for more public toilets because you know we need to look to the future and um, let's not worry about why they're not there now. What what can we do to, to get more available? And and I'm going to throw that question over to you. I mean, given what you've been up to for the last six months, you know, how would you advise people to get involved in campaigning for for more access? I feel like I've been on a, a baptism of, of fire with this journey, and uh, we through this we've partnered with a company called Systemizer. We started to work together on how we can solve this kind of issue because i feel from what i've learned doing lockdown loo is fragmentation of ownership and you know talking about the issue of public toilets is probably one of the biggest reasons why they fall away because we all have an opinion about them we're all very Mm -hmm. passionate about them Mm -hmm. every council says oh you know we've got to keep them going but you know there's costs and whatnot but there are lots of councils in the uk and it's very easy because of the fragmented ownership of toilets our fragmented opinions you know there are lots of different obviously charities who want and need and fight for more public toilets but they all i feel have do it a little bit isolated so we started doing this work with our kind of colleagues at systemizer and uh, we've been meeting other groups and charities like the British Toilet Association and we're going to start coming together and I think that's how we move forward it's all all of us we're all very passionate about public toilets and having toilet access and we need to bring it together I'm not sure yet how exactly that happens I think the fact that if we start we're starting to talk in in groups more and Mm. bring Mm -hmm. influencers together Mm -hmm. is a is a start you know whether we need to take that to parliament ultimately Mm. obviously they're the top of the food chain in terms of politics even though it's local authorities that largely own this Mm. yeah largely but um does there need to be you know it's a top-down strategy for the the whole country Mm -hmm. um maybe i'd say that for someone listening if they wanted to get involved it's reminding your politician whether that be your mp or whether that be your your councillor mm-hmm. um especially with the, the there are local elections coming up i believe next year mm-hmm. just say you know this is very important it doesn't it takes probably a, a few minutes but i reckon there are a very few number of people who actually s- say what is useful mm. um 
and if we don't do if we don't do that and maybe remind people that toilets are extremely useful then that's when they will disappear and it's harder to get something back when it's gone um, mm, absolutely absolutely so um in the short term um our listeners can download your app or access lockdown loo and can you just remind us how how they will do that to download it or to to use it all you need to do is go to lockdownloo.com and on there is our our map and if there are any problems uh, you can tweet us at Lockdown Lou, and I'll be more than happy to help help anyone get access to it. Fantastic. Well, Tom, or Sir Cot Short, thank <laughs> you so much for speaking with me today. This has been a real pleasure. I don't, I, hopefully this will not be the last time. I, I, I think, you know, you're onto something, we're onto something. We know our listeners care about this. And, you know, hopefully this will just be the start of a, of a campaign for uh, better public toilets. I hope so. And thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure. A transcript of this interview is available on our website. Please visit our Facebook page to join the lively discussion there about the public toilet crisis and visit our website at www.thefocaltherapyclinic.co.uk where you can access additional interviews with both patients and clinicians about their experiences with prostate cancer. Thanks for listening. This is the last podcast for 2020. I'll be taking a break over Christmas and we'll be back with more illuminating interviews early in 2021. Wishing all of you a very happy Christmas and a much, much better new year. Mm -hmm.